Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast Show 239, October 10th, 2022, the wind-up of the Thanksgiving Day weekend, or Thanksgiving weekend, or whatever you want to say it, blood moon last night, there's a lot of blood and tears and everything being shed around uh, the NFL world yesterday, my goodness gracious, I had the, the in-laws over here, The uh, they didn't come down to the tavern to, to have a beer with me while we're watching sports, a lot going on, Dave, how was your Thanksgiving weekend? Thanksgiving weekend was great, um, spent it majority with my wife and son, there's a uh, we're involved in this little amazing race thing and it's uh we have to drive around the city it's like a scavenger hunt we had a lot of fun that's how we filled in our time and uh we enjoyed it had uh the bird at my brother and sister-in-law they did a great job hosting bird was delicious came home full went to bed pretty early that's about it yeah, we went to the uh, we went down to uh, Whoop Up Downs, I call it the Rocky Mountain Turf Club. Watched the the ponies yesterday for six or seven races. Put down some shekels, made some money, lost some money. Not going to d- divulge the crowd how much money I lost, but it was fun. Uh, some races. It was a great day for for horse racing. No wind, Southern Alberta. It showed up today. Uh, it's funny how like you can call the you kind of know when everything's going to change around here. That the leaves were changing heavily, and then today. We sent the in-laws off in their merry way and the wind started to blow and it just, it's coming, man. Like you just can sense like, oh man, the the leaves are on the ground and it's blowing. You just know you're going to wake up one of these mornings and there's going to be a foot of snow on the ground. You just know it. I'm grateful. It. I'm grateful for every day that we wait for that. And you know, I, I'll be honest. Um, it's funny how in this neck of the woods, the trees lose their leaves at different times. Um, my tree, which is a big ass oak tree, it's huge. Um, at least it drops a pretty good portion of leaves on my front lawn. And when the wind doesn't blows, it looks like I don't rake the leaves, which I don't today. The wind blew (laughs) and all of a sudden my non raking became my neighbor's problem. 
So I, I'm actually a little bit thankful for the wind today, if that sounds ridiculous. All the things we're thankful for, the wind blowing a celebrity <laughs> isn't usually one of them, but when it's uh, the, the wind going one way to get rid of your leaves, I'm with you 100%, man. It's a it's a pain in the in the ass. I, actually, I stopped in the Queens on uh, Thursday or Friday night. We went to the homeland there, had a couple of beers there, and uh, said goodbye to the old uh, the old Queens in Fort McLeod before they they tear out the insides and renovate. So that was a lot of fun to see some people I haven't seen in a long time. Um, a lot of talk about what I should do with the podcast and why I didn't talk with this, and I was stupid for talking about that. But it's nice that people listen and we're and we're talking about it and bringing things up. It was quite entertaining to to hear people who don't normally uh, until they've had a few pops in them they don't. Uh, talk about how they're fans of the podcast but when they get a few beers and a little bit of courage say oh yeah you should do this and i said well you, i thought you didn't listen well not all the time yeah so it's just quite <laughs> it's, it's quite humorous i don't expect anybody to listen to us all the time either but it's just funny and that's kind of funny too with that hotel i'm familiar with the, the queen's hotel in fort mcleod alberta they must renovate it every new monarch right so it's probably been a good 75 yeah, years yep, since uh, they renovated the that. last day i think was when lizzie first got into power there and they're gonna do another chucks in and then whatever who the next person will do it again that's how it kind of works around fort mcleod there so maybe they got a royal bursary yeah probably they went across the bank the royal bank of commerce and said here you go CIBC or what Canadian whatever it's called I don't even know what it's called over there anymore but anyways Anyways. Dave now that we uh get to uh the the NFL uh wrap up a little bit we don't talk a bunch of stats here because if you're gonna want if you want that go uh, to ESPN but uh, the NFL wrap-up for the weekend, brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Dave, uh, we when we're recording the show on Thursday, uh, over the weekend, the, the talk on Friday, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and into Sunday was how bad that football game was on Thursday night. Have you had a chance to digest uh, the state of the Broncos, the state of the Union, the state of the whole thing? Like the, You must have probably read a lot more about the Broncos than I did. Uh, what's been your... What, what you've read, what you like, what you didn't like, what you agree with, what you don't like, the whole bit. Like the, that game is, uh, I mean, it's recency bias, obviously, because of how bad it was. But what's your, uh, what's been your outtake of the uh, blowback from that football game that was uh, kind of played on Thursday night? I'm a bit of a goofy individual. I don't dive deep into my team because when I do, it just drives me crazy. And, you know, from following sports, there's so many hot takers. I don't know who's telling the truth and who who doesn't. What I do is I, I search out questions I want answered. And, and when I don't find anything, I make up my own conclusions. Number one, without a shadow of a doubt, the biggest problem, the, the, the one thing I would do if I was controlling the Denver Broncos would be fire Nathaniel Hackett. That guy does not know how to head coach a football team, and that is clear. Even with how terrible the Broncos have been this year, they can still be 5-0 and with just small attention to details. And I get it. That game was unwatchable. I'm not, I'm not being a wonk here. I'm just saying Nathaniel Hackett's a terrible head coach. With, with decent like – every game. They could have won every single game um, between him and Melvin Gordon fumbles. It could be five and zero. Oh. So I'm just going to go back to that awful, awful game on Thursday night. Why are you throwing into the end zone, Russell Wilson? And I don't believe for a second that that was his choice. 
that caused a turnover with I, a, I hope a, not. Like I, I don't think a high school co- quarterback makes, makes that play. Yeah, personally. and then uh, yeah, you know, you kick the field goal, and then coming back in overtime, you're there. It's fourth and one, and you're calling an end zone play when all you needed it with a yard to get four more downs inside the six. I don't get it. Like these, that alone should get coaches fired. Fired. Two decisions in one game after he's made one bad decision every single game before that. That's it. And 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 you and that's the reason Nathaniel Hackett should get fired right now. Right now. And then we can deal with the other issues. Uh, Matt Rule got got the uh he got the hammer today uh done it's coach of the uh Panthers. The, uh, the, the the Carolina Panthers it was all done said and done they're one and four they don't look good it's it's not good there at all uh Baker Mayfield the like yeah all, all the stuff everybody know, knows the story and then I got thinking about firing coaches and how it works out do you think that agents this might be a stretch. I, I don't know why I think this, but I thought about this, and it's just that's why we have a podcast. You can put your thoughts out, and and you throw enough shit in the wall, something's bound to stick eventually. But do you think that agents who have some players that are on the last year of their deals or becoming free agents, do you think at like when they're at the game four, game five, game six that we're getting into, and these coaching changes are made when teams don't really have a hope in hell of winning, anyways? Do you think that maybe agents go to GMs and say, you got to make some a change here at coach or we're not coming back. We're not even going to think about coming back. We're not, we're not even going We're like my other clients aren't going to come here. If this guy's around, you need to do something because my, my player is in a, in a free agency deal or the player himself will, will he'll even bypass the, the, the GM or, 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 or his agent, sorry. And he'll go to the GM and go make a change. Or I'm leaving. What I would say if I was a GM and an agent came to me, leave your card with my secretary, get the fuck out of my office. Go. Go. You're 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 running a, a $10 million a year asset and I'm running a, a $2.5 billion industry. Get the fuck out of my office. There's a hundred of you. Fuck off. That's what I'd say. Oh, I swore. It's always football that makes me swear. Uh, we I was got to so three hard. minutes in, I think, tonight, Dave. <laughs> you, you made it. Yeah. We're, now we're, we're, all, we're, we're to PG to PG-13 right off the bat. No, that, that didn't take much, but you got to, when I get you got to minute three, I think, and I talked for two of it. So, yeah, yeah it didn't take much tonight, Monday night. Monday night quarterback kind of got I'm the best. Yeah. I would say get out of my office. Don't let the door hit you on the butt on the way out. That's what I would say. Yeah, no, it's, it's strange. To, to make a change now to try to save your season when you don't really have a hope in hell of doing anything anyways, it just seemed like it's a, I mean, they had to do something there in Carolina, but when, when your team is a couple of, a couple of plays away, like you think your Denver Broncos are uh, maybe a coaching change might be able to save their season because they're, they're a couple of plays of being zero and five when it comes down to it. Yeah. Which I am not like like I'm gonna preface this. By no means do I think they're a powerhouse in the NFL, but the way they're losing games is ridiculous. I haven't watched any Carolina few Carolina games. I think this is a little unfair how he got fired. Unless he's a unless he's a tire fire, that I don't know. But he hasn't had a quarterback his entire thing. He's been uh Teddy Two Gloves, then they retried uh Cam Newton, and then it was Sam Darnold, and now it's Baker Mayfield. Like how are you supposed to win games with when you when you put smelt after smelt? 
It's kind of like a, a, a New Jersey jet thing, a New Jersey, New York jet thing. Like, what are you supposed to do if if management doesn't want to give you how are you going to build a race car with a horse? Well, that's what me and Deanne, like <laughs> James, Deanne's brother, uh, was here. She he came over on Friday night and we or Saturday night, sorry, before before the uh, the the rest of the uh, the family came over on on Sunday for Thanksgiving dinner there, and we were just talking about the, he's a big NHL guy, he's a big big Bears fan, and he's a NFL. He watched a lot of football. He and uh, we got to talk, and I gave the analogy about. Uh, quarterbacks are kind of like goalies goalies in nhl or do you have one or you don't and there's not many to be had out there and and he 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 thought that was the smartest thing he's ever heard in his life when it comes to sports and i kind of patted myself in the back like yeah well, i can that's actually a branch original and but it's it's so true that like you 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 only have x amount of great ones a mm-hmm. bunch of fillers and then bad ones and it, and that, it seems like and we talk we we, we beat this we did the three football season we've been doing this show and just the first five weeks of season now that there's just not a lot of good quarterbacks and teams are, are hamstrung with bad quarterbacks. What do you, and so what do you do? Like, and, and let's look at uh, Tennessee, which was, has been doing quite well with Tannehill is, is Tannehill not a good quarterback anymore? Or is Tennessee just going to find their traction like they do in the back half? Like it, it, Tennessee seems to be one of those teams to me that is well coached. And they might lose some early season games, but I bet you they'll they're going to find their stride, and because it's basically the same team, and they just got to figure out the parts. Whereas a team like Denver, I I don't have a lot of faith. I don't have a lot of faith. Uh, the Raiders, I get it. They beat the Broncos, big whoop, but they're they're in it tonight with uh, KC. Now they, they're beating KC tonight. It's it's odd. And then you, you, like I watched like. I was on the field on a, on a Sunday for the first time this NFL season. I was off the baseball field. Thank God that's all coming to an end. My gosh, that's a long season. But anyways, uh, I watched a lot more football yesterday than I than I have throughout the uh, the season thus far. And uh, and we talked about it in the past, Dave, uh, and just this show as well. How the bad coaching has seemed to take a. a it's getting exposed a lot or, and then we thought we went for beer uh, earlier today and we did discuss this as well, that it, is it bad coaching or is it selfish players or is it just not knowing what's going on or is it um, trying to do too much? And the, the, what I'm talking about right now is that play late in the, the bears game yesterday where the receiver could have went out of bounds. I don't remember his name. It doesn't matter. J- Jake winners, who cares what his name is. Could have went out of bounds, stopped the clock. They're in field goal position. Should have, should have, could have, would have, but didn't. Um, get out of bounds, kick a field goal. And I haven't played a game of football in my life. I've watched a lot in my 48 years. I knew to go out of bounds, stop the clock. He went up, went up the sidelines, try to gain three more yards for what? I don't know. Cause it's not very often that a, a 45 yard field goal doesn't go through the uprights by 10. He got the ball stripped from him. Game was over. Uh, and then you, you see mistake after mistake happening and clock management happening. D- Dave, is it is it poor coaching? Is it selfish selfishness from the players? Is players trying to uh, be a who? Look at me, look at me, pad their stats. Why is it that clock management seems to be such a problem in the last couple three years? It's it's a couple things because you know to equate it to baseball, you see it a little bit more than you used to. Um, actual just situational play in the field, um, knowing where the play is all the time. You see, you see fielders make that mistake in the major leagues. I would say almost weekly, whereas that's 
you you would get one or two of those. It's base running I, mistakes and just yeah, a lot. Yeah, like, like, actually a lot. Yeah, like like leaving when they shouldn't, not knowing where the play is, like either whether you're on base or in the field. You see those mistakes more than you used to. You know, and is that because we're just more concerned about the game? Uh, when I say we, I mean the people that are the gatekeepers of the leagues and and the people that they put in, on the on the field in front of our eyes. It's it's obviously more important that in baseball you can hit, and in football if you can just be a physical specimen and read a playbook, right? Because you can you can know how to do anything, and but unless you don't know how to play the game right like I, I i don't know if i'm I'm making myself clear but um football has become so specialized almost as specialized as baseball as far as um being on the field and being a, like a shortstop or first baseman or a fielder the same applies to football and you can understand exactly what your position has to do but like once you are trying to work your position in with everybody else Sometimes things get missed, and that's when like too many men on the field happen. That's when offsides happen. That's when you know, uh, not hands like pass interference happens because like oh fuck, if I don't bring this guy down uh, now, he's gonna go for a touchdown. It's it's not understanding assignments and how you work with others. It's the teamwork that I was talking about. I I I, I got a little worried there because I'm just trying to find. The je ne sais quoi that I'm I'm trying to relay. The je ne sais okay, I don't know what that even meant. So whatever, <laughs> I, I I can Dave. I like I kind of answered my my question in my head when I was asking the question to you. But I I think that maybe well I think that it, it happens in football too. But because it's such a uh, it's such a cutthroat world, it's such a dog eat dog world. Everybody's looking, and the money's so big, and everything else. That players, I I think in most all team sports now, they're looking after themselves first, team second, and then everything else third, and actually maybe even team third. It's it's personal success first, brand second, and then team third. Is that if if I had get this many yards, I get this, and if I do this, I get this. And and that starts at a young age, and I I actually believe that that now that kids don't play, because now that we're talking about the, these these kids who who become the product of. Um Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner academies not playing for a team they, they play for them for team to team to team here or there it, it becomes a thing where their own personal stats become more of a thing and because their contract is a lot more important than a team winning and i think that's a big problem that that happens a lot and and football has the same thing as hockey does as baseball does that the personal brand and the personal contract is number one and number two and team can be three and four 100% agree. As you were talking, I was thinking of examples to 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 illustrate exactly what you're saying. I couldn't be more on. You couldn't be more. Oh, you've been more wrong. How's that? I'm not mm-hmm. going to say you've never you've been you've never been more right. But nonetheless, uh, like basketball, it's all about the highlight reel. 
you want to make you want to make the highlight reel. I remember that's when I first started not liking NBA because on on Sports Center or whatever, it's just like how many how many tomahawk jam reverse jams can I watch? You know, well, that, that's, and that's the what friend of the show Mike Tarnas he says that he goes, okay, right on two more points. It's just two points. Exactly. And so this one looks good. Oh, poster. You got to posterize it. Like, so that's not two points in football. Now it's, it's, it's not even about your stats. And I'm going to take OBJ. Like he, he was great. Like is great. Whatever. He made a career out of that magical catch. He made it. Like everybody saw that jumping backwards, that, Catch, catch got brought up five times yesterday. We were sitting with Peter and James because there was a catch yesterday. It was a circus reel catch, and same kind of deal. It was like, and 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 Peter kept saying over and over, like like OBJ's, like OBJ's, like OBJ. Same thing. It was brought up again, right? Mm-hmm. And that was how many years ago? That's, mm-hmm. that's ten plus years ago now. But it it was the highlight of highlights. Like yeah. everybody saw that, and so the, there's your brand. Everybody's looking for that moment. I believe. I won't say everybody. A lot of athletes go in now. And then there's people out of out of the league two, three years later, but they have that that moment that they could lock into as a personal brand for, for marketing. And and I and I get it. You want to make a buck after you're done. And and it, it I think it has become too important to the athlete and the people that consume the sport, you and I in particular, are the ones that suffer a little bit. The, another thing that I caught like last night, geez, like well, man, I watched a lot of football yesterday. And actually, when we we're we we're in the, the last game of the day with uh, uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore last night, and the angles is this game still on? And she was laughing that it was like just all day, <laughs> all day. It was it was just football, football, football. She's not used to that on the upstairs TVs that we were watching on. Uh, a guy that's got to be a little bit concerned about. Uh, betting on himself and he'll get paid. He's going to be rich beyond belief, rich beyond he'll ever, ever imagine in his lifetime. Uh, and when the announcers made the, uh, the, uh, the joke about the most important players on the field are going to be the two superstar kickers. And it turns out the superstar kickers end up winning the game. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, oh, Justin Tucker, I think okay. his name is with, with Baltimore. Yeah. He kicked a 50 yarder like it was nothing, no big deal. Why it was done, and then it was a post game analysis about kicking a football like I've never heard in my life. It was like, it, like it made sense, but like he broke down kicking a football, and it's something we've just never heard because it's a kicker who cares. But Lamar Jackson, that like they said. Like he, this guy's supposed to be the next coming of whoever, probably going to get 40, 45 million bucks a year. But if you only got to gain 30 yards, if it's a, if, if you get your field, your field position and you're guaranteed three points when you only have to gain 30 and a kicker's only making a million bucks, why are you going, why are you going to give a quarterback 45 million? So on that, like, on that like, it's, no. to me, it's like, Oh, Jesus. Like Lamar Jackson is going because if they're saying it on NBC or whatever was on last night, like the NBC broadcast, like the most important player on this field might be the kicker. Lamar Jackson might be like, oh, fuck, because it's true. Nah, it it no, I don't I don't think uh, Lamar Jackson gives a a darn about that. They don't sure. win the game without without the kicker last night. I get it, but they don't win it without Lamar either, right? You know, so here, let, 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 let's push the analogy into baseball. Who, who, who makes more the, the best starter in the league or the best closer in the league in the MLB? Starters always. Well, there you go. Right. So equate it that way. Like Lamar is the starter. 
and Tucker's the closer. I bet the Jays wish they would have had a fucking a few closers <laughs> on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Did, did, something happen, did something happen? Yeah, we'll talk about uh, the, the, the Jays <laughs> leaving in their next segment here. My God, what a wreck. Uh, last takeover of the weekend, Dave. That, like, we'll, uh, we'll get out the NFL thing here in a half second. Love talking about it. It's always a, a lot of uh, hot points, especially Monday, Monday night quarterback. Now, not Monday morning quarterback. Actually, too. Um, the Dallas Cowboys can't lose. And the NFC East, the best division in football. <laughs> Blows me away. Blows me away. That, uh, they have an argument, and I can't say they're not right now when you look at the record. Uh, Cooper Rush, Michigan State boy, I believe, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. I don't know. But uh, who needs Dak Prescott? The one stars, we might have to start calling them two stars because – they can't lose. Well, he starts both side of the helmet. Jim, fan of the van, you have to change from the one stars to the two stars. We'll give them two, two stars, stars for helmet now, right? So you never know. And they're because they're winning. Yeah, they are winning, and 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 they're winning. The the Eagles can't lose. The Commodores, I think. The Commodores, I don't know what to make of them because Carson Wentz, and uh, it's it's a it's an NFL podcast thing, but like I think Ron Rivera should get fired because he's blaming. Uh, his quarterback for losing games when he's a defensive. I read that before he went for. Oh Brandon yeah, the, the goes, Commodores are other brutal. teams are doing they this, gotta... doing that, and then and, and then Rivera says, "Well, the quarterback." So don't say bad things about your quarterback because if, if he has a contract that's worth a lot, you don't, man. They're getting rid of you first. And he's actually been doing his job, right? Oh, so so they can man. jam it. Um. And then who else we got? And the New York Giants. So, so here I'm just going to cut you off. Yeah. I, I I I mentioned you. I had this um, early. So for to, yeah. just to sum up my NFL experience of the weekend, I've come up with a thing: the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. The ugly we've already touched upon: the Broncos versus Colts. That game was awful. ugly. Your the mama good. says you're ugly. Hey, yeah, that was bad. The good was the London game between the Giants and Green Bay. That game was awesome. The second half, i that's when I tuned in. It started at 7.30 in the morning here where we're from, and I got up, had my coffee, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Watch the end of the sec, uh, second quarter and then watch the whole second half. The Giants are gamers, specifically that Daniel Jones. I, I like Giants are my favorite and team. He, and NFC. he's got a bit of a demeanor after they won. He's just walking around. Okay, we won. Whatever. Well, like, he's it, a Duke boy, right? So yeah, he, It didn't he seem to matter a whole of, bunch. It's like, okay, yeah, right on. Whatever. Probably too cocky for how good he is. But I yeah. really enjoyed the, 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 the cut of their jib, to put it into British terms, on, uh, on their Sunday morning process. And then so we'll finish off with my bad of the NFL. Whoever officiated that Bucks Atlanta game? Ooh, that's last on my list. Talk about Dave the bad, and actually, my mom who doesn't watch uh, any NFL football whatsoever, she came over last night for for dinner, and the first thing she said, she knew that Peter and James watch a lot of NFL football, so she must have caught something, or maybe it was on the radio on nine sixty when she was driving in from Fort McLeod from the homeland there, and she says, "I heard someone hit Tommy Boy a little too hard." And she, she made a joke about it, and 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 I knew exactly what she was talking about it. And I like I was we were watching the highlights between uh, like the halftime show and Brady. If you if you guys haven't seen it, if you if you haven't seen it, make sure you guys out uh, go to YouTube, whatever, and see it. You've seen it. If you're listening, uh, if you're an NFL person, listen to us. You've seen it. I 
do not know how that official had a job today because that was a game-changing call. Whether Atlanta would have won or not, I, but it, it, it took the ball out of Atlanta's hands. Uh, the, the guy gave gave uh, gave Tommy a, a bear hug, put him down, rolled him over, tucked him in for, 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 for bed, and that was it. And there was no need for a call at all. Like, it was it, simple football, and it wasn't. It was. It was actually like a, uh, a week ago. A coach probably would have gave the 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 the, the lineman shit for for being a little too too nice, like the way he just rolled the guy over and said, "Okay, can you please sit down?" Just that, that's enough. That was a bad call at a bad time in the game, and I, I think it was. It looked it it looked worse. The perception of it's worse is because of who the call went for it was a pro brady call if it was cooper rush if he were what the but it, because it was sure, brady, the exact it, it was the looked exact bad. Same it looked bad it was the exact same sack, sack as tua yeah. no malice just like big man grabs you by the waist and grabs and and turns roll him over roll yeah. him over his big fat belly laid him down yeah. tucked him in see you later worst call in the history and the flag was late so you know you and i were talking as you get older in sports, you think the fix might be in. That was a late flag. Did someone did, did an up have something in his ear and, and someone upstairs says you throw that flag? That's Brady. I I, I couldn't believe that call the way that one couldn't turned believe out. It. it was it was I it could was not believe it. It was ridiculous. And because it was Brady, then everything's oh, of course Tommy gets the call, right? Like it was uh it was ridiculous the way it all turned out. But egregious. Egregious, egregious. They say, well, all in all, she was entertaining day of football here. It was, uh, it was Thanksgiving Sunday here. Thanksgiving Sunday is more of a day than the actual Thanksgiving day here in Canada. We, we, uh, we, we fill our bellies full more on, on Sundays. Some people do two Sunday and Monday, but Sunday was the day that, that we did it, sat around as a nice family dinner. The whole bit, it was, it was a good day to relax and, and, and sit back and actually watch a, some football, watch a, I wish there was more baseball and we'll get into that, that segment, segment of the, of the show. But uh, no, all in all, she was, uh, she was a great day. It was happy Thanksgiving to our Canadian listeners. It is now Monday evening, so tomorrow's Tuesday. That feels like a Monday, which means Friday is going to feel like Thursday. But then all of a sudden, Thursday is your Friday. So it's double win. And it turns out, day by Manscaped, she's Fresh Ball Fall on Manscaped.com. Welcome to Fresh Ball Fall. It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code. You know it and I know it, Dave. 1420Scape at manscaped.com today. Make sure you guys use that. Go get all your your training. And you know what you can do right now? Shop ahead for Christmas. Go to manscaped.com. Buy your gifts. Done deal. They're in. They, they come. They're they're in your hands. And I think in six days they're they're there. And we also have our uh, our manscape giveaway. Dave, get the details on that one. Well, uh, we we put it all over our social media. If you were listening to our uh, show that we had on Thursday, um, there's going to be a lucky winner. You have to listen to all the details. I'm not going to give it to you right now because it's on our social media account. 
And I'd probably get it wrong if I had to say it right now. In other words, Dave I'll be honest. Oh, he <laughs> I know. I mean, please, go yeah. check 1420 Dave. Go t- check out uh, uh, four, uh, 420 Sports Bar Podcast on, on Twitter, Facebook. Brent has all the details there. Um, retweet with your hashtag. And then on Thursday, one of you lucky guys or girls, for if you want a present for your guy or use it yourself. Who am I to judge? I don't care. Uh, he, she, me, her. I don't even know what that even means. Anymore. Someone's going to walk <laughs> away with a, a nice little package of Manscaped products. I use it myself. Uh, yeah, it's $199 retail value. It would be yours. That, uh, you just uh, you listen to a show. All you got to do is listen to any show. Tell us what you liked or didn't like. Uh, uh, use the hashtag 1420Scape. Yeah, and we're going to put everybody who's entered into a draw. And you're going to get free of charge. We'll ship it to you. Uh, a Manscaped package, the uh, Manscaped 4.0 performance package. And you'll get that in your uh, in your mailbox within a week. But yeah, do some shopping before Christmas. If you're not doing one for yourself, get one for someone you love for Christmas time. And then there you go. Anyways, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. So our Manscaped products that, that we use, all the time, they're called hedge clippers, right? Yeah. Why do they call them leaf clippers? Right, because there's the trunk and everything around it's the leaf, right? You don't because then you might have a leaf blower. You might need a leaf blower. Yeah, we should. This it went to PG to mature all of a sudden, so whatever. I don't know what's going on there. I'm just <laughs> curious why they call it a hedge clipper, not a leaf clipper. Anyway, just wondering. I think I'll love You do. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Be sure to use promo code 1420POD for all of your uh, ticket needs. It better be baseball, hockey, hockey season's coming up, football, whatever's going on. Rodeo. Hey, rodeos whatever the concerts there's rodeos everywhere everything anytime you need a ticket go to seatgeek.com and and use that promo code and uh, tell your friends to do it and you can actually know what if you have nine email addresses use it anyway it doesn't know they don't check uh anyways the uh the major league baseball playoffs got underway on on friday i was uh doing up my uh my weekend tv watching schedule going around what i had to do i thought for sure there's going to be games more baseball on sunday uh we only had the one game disaster struck across canada between the hours of four and five mountain standard time <laughs> that the uh just the way it was uh the people were planning their their escapes and how they're going to get away from family for a little bit go down to the local pub sit with their buddies people were else. counting chickens before they were hatched a lot of chickens were being counted before they mm-hmm. hatched uh i know i was doing it and how we we're going i was going to head over to mojo's for a beer and and join uh, other baseball fans to watch the game but it didn't happen anyways if you if people know what happened the jays had a, a lead of uh, eight to one i think it was a sixth inning they ended up blow, blowing it lost the game 10-9 uh unbelievable turn of events what happened there uh i had dave from level the playing field podcast out in toronto we were bickering back and forth a little bit on saturday during the game then after the game was done we started talking and he goes oh, let's let's do a show on sunday morning and he he calmed down a little bit but i let him vent on our show if you haven't heard it yet make sure you you go back on the lines and and check out that foul tips but dave you were watching that game you were out with jasper a little bit you were watching that game uh, what were your takeaways on what happened with the Toronto Blue Jays in Vladdy's house on Saturday afternoon? Well, I'll, just, I'll, I'll replay the events of the day. Jasper plays baseball on uh, Saturday. Um, 
gets done at around 3.30-ish. Um, so first, a quick gripe. You cannot watch, you can't listen, you can't listen to the Blue Jays on any kind of streaming device on your phone unless you're subscribed to Sportsnet or whatever. Really, really bothered me. Yeah. I looked, I really looked. So you should, I, I get it not being able to watch it, but you should let anyone listen to a ball game anywhere, anywhere. Like, figure that out, Major League Baseball, figure that out because I was really bummed about that. Nonetheless, I was keeping up with the score. And it was 8-1 when we left the park. My father-in-law was beside me, and we talked about it because Sunday um, we were going for turkey at my brother-in-law's house, who is not a sports fan and has no sports channels at all. So him, my father-in-law and I were figuring out how we were going to make sure the Blue Jays game was on at Thanksgiving dinner. 8-1, we leave. <laughs> we get home jasper goes to take a shower after the game and stuff and i go hey it's i hadn't watched the game in whatever 20 30 minutes jasper it's 8 5 now nah no they'll be fine they'll be fine and then that's when i start watching the game and then in the eighth inning the top of the eighth when i forget his name I think I had a chance to get a hit against that guy because all he did was throw fat Maze, pitches. Mesa, 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 yeah, doesn't matter. Whatever. They they just were hitting him. It was like with ease. And then they brought in the closer, Mahoa Romano. 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 Yeah. And then obviously everybody saw it. I think he actually made some good pitches. They put him in a really tough spot. And then the, the coup de gras or as we say here in, in, in Southern Alberta, the Coupe de Gracie was that dying quail. And I, yeah, why? Like, like Jesus Springer went for it. And that, I think that Springer's ball, a hundred percent. Why Bichette was running on that. I mean, it's desperation. You're trying as hard as you can. If either make that play, we're, we're not having this conversation right now because there's a game on Sunday, but man, that, that turned disastrous. I got, if, it was it was it was it was just the worst luck because it's not that's yes it's a hit it's a clean hit but it's like everybody's like the, the analytics guys don't try that out. there was no exit launch angle blah 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 yeah. he got beat on the pitch he just happened to find a literally a two square foot place of grass and that was the that, J, the J season was right there and then there's the J season. So it was, I, I think, a little bit of bad management, a lot of bit of bad luck. But I'm not a Jays fan. I root for the Jays. There's a big difference. And I really like seeing Toronto fan put a gun in their mouth. Like, it's hilarious to well, me. Well, that was the big thing all over the Twitter sphere, <laughs> like, when it was all over. Like, the, the Blue Jays leafed it, the, the, the Toronto it, they whatever, they whatever came up with it. And then, uh, Peter, he was here yesterday, like I said, on our first, first segment there. He's originally from Toronto, and he didn't even want to talk about it because he's a Toronto sports fan through and through, even though they've been in the hat for, for quite some time. There was no talking about it because it was going to cause a, a situation. So it wasn't brought up at all. And how that, that changed the, uh, the viewership for, for Canadian baseball fans right across this country between, like I said, between the hours of four and five Mountain Standard Time, it, it changed the, it, it changed everything. Like how that was an eight, one game, the 
the place Skydome was rocking. People were making plans for Sunday afternoon. There was only, and then turned out only one baseball game yesterday because of it. The Mets ended up netting it because Mets are going to met no matter what. They end up losing, uh, losing last night to, to San Diego Padres and their gorgeous, gorgeous uh, brown pinstripe uniforms. Those are awful. Those I think they're fantastic. Awful. I think they're I great. know you love them. They are dog shirt. Absolute dog. That's what it did. They look like dog shirt. I uh, I went one for three. I did a show on uh, Thursday afternoon or Friday morning, whatever it was, doing my predictions for the uh, Major League Baseball wild card round. I only got one out of the three right, and the one that I got right was everyone the, the one that everybody thought that I was going to get wrong for sure, and that was the Phillies and the St. Louis Cardinals. And I said that the Cardinals, the retirement to a uh, tour for uh, for Yachty and for Albert Pujols was coming to an end this weekend. I said it's going to happen in two games. I got that 100% right. Uh, your cousin, a uh, friend of mine, Kent Hare, he went down to the games in, in St. Louis. It uh, wasn't a great event for him. What's your take on that series, Dave? And have you heard from Kent? What did he have to say? I have not heard from him. Uh, just a little bit of texting. I don't jive. I just, uh, after yesterday's game, not sorry, yesterday's, so Saturday's game, it was just, uh, uh, that didn't turn out for you, Uh can't win them all. That's what I said. Yeah. And but like St. Louis, they lost. Like obviously they lost the game. Like that that six run ninth in game yeah. one, they were in well in control, and then all of a sudden when the wheels come off, obviously they were rattled because they couldn't find the sticks. And same with the match today. I don't like the the fact that they lost nine nothing. It has nothing to do with your. It has obviously something to do with your starter. But the fact that you could only muster two hits in an elimination game. This disturbing. It, it's, it's, it's disturbing how the way the game odd. is played. It's, it's, we talked with this this afternoon day when we were having a, a pint over at Mojo's that it was it was uh how they're not putting bat to ball in these playoffs. Like there was that 15 inning game. Yes, pitching's better, yes, they're throwing harder and all, everything else. But the fact that balls but are getting in play the plate. Yeah. And, they're, and they're not and they're not getting getting bat to ball and getting base runners on base runners on is astonishing. Like they're trying to hit. It seems like everybody's trying to hit a five, five or six run home run, which I don't know for those of you who don't know baseball, that's technically impossible. Not even technically, it's officially impossible. And it seems like bat to ball and guys getting on base isn't a thing anymore. And the, that goes back to the analytics and that goes back to the way these kids are brought up. It's more of a me, me thing than a team thing. And it, it was quite disturbing. Speaking of me, me, uh, we talked this off air and we didn't mean to talk about it tonight, but we thought we'd bring it on air. Um, Rice Harper has never gotten my, um, I don't want to say affection because I'm not that kind of guy. If you're that kind of guy, well, it's all your own kind of business. But Bryce Harper, from the minute he was uh, 15 years old on Sports Illustrated, on CNN with Vanderbilt Wright and the, and the like a lot of years ago, he he's I've never been a fan of that guy. He, from the eye black running down his face, the monster mash, the thing, all the stuff, I have never. And I don't know what that man could have done in as a baseball fan if he ended up being the Yankee. Because I never liked A Rod from the minute he was there to the minute he left. And, and it, even if if Harper would have became a Yankee, like it was discussed a lot of years ago, um, I don't know if there's something that that man I'm going to still call him a boy, that kid, that guy, whatever you want to call him, could have possibly done to win me over as a baseball fan. I don't like him. I, I, I 100% agree. I like, don't it, know. It, it's the way he carries himself, right? Like, he's just too much a dude, bro, for me. Like, I don't I don't know what it is, but there's that it 
thing that he has and 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 game for days. He's a player. Like I'm I'm not I'm never gonna to I'm not gonna say he's not he's not good at, at his game because he really, really is. Um like to illustrate it like that uh, on game two, I was watching that one for a bit. Um whatever buddy was on first. Bryce had a clean, deep uh, single, but he went first to third. They threw the ball to third, and then Bryce Harper got uh, thrown out at second, trying to take second. Did you? Were you watching the game yeah. at this point? Yeah. And he got tagged out, and he was out. And then the announcers came out pretty hard on him, which was cool. Like, you don't make that mistake. But then they showed the overhead, and then he wasn't even he, – he didn't dig in until he rounded first. Like he had, had he been running hard, and that's just Bryce Harper. Doesn't dig in until it benefits it's a little him. bit too late, right? Exactly, right? Like it's like dig in, like he I, he doesn't him and that 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 jerk closer from the Papel bomb. Is that who came from? Yeah, that? they got a little situation yeah. for years yeah. back in Dago. Yeah, Papel bomb. Yeah, uh, cussed him out for not running hard. There was a little and situation. And Papel bomb's a, a douchebag too. A nozzle. And right. when, when nozzle goes against nozzle, you got to pick a nozzle that you like a little bit more. And, so speaking uh, of, like that's why, like we talked about it, like uh, today, how neither of us like Bryce Harper. Like equate him. Who is Bryce Harper? Who is his doppelganger in the NHL? Like, is it is it Steve Avery? No, because Avery Avery got a little racist and a little bit personal with people. Like the a guy that you could compare an NHL guy with Harper. Oh, he'd be like a Marshawn kind of deal. You think he's like a good uh, player, but just a like I just don't like you. I think, but but Marshawn would get under the guy's skin. I just don't like Harper because I I I I just he's a he's that that entitled little prick. Like, like a he's kachuk, just an in- like a Kachuk. Yeah, he, he's, he's a, a kachuk. not not Brady. He's a Matthew Kachuk. He's a Matthew. I, th- I think Brady's got a little bit more character to him. Matthew's a little prick, and that's what I think about. <laughs> and that's. I hope that people don't listen to this show. Actually, I do. I want the, the <laughs> feedback on this one. It might be actually quite funny. He's like a Matthew Kachuk. I'm great. Look at me, and I'm going to leave the first chance I get from the team that, that signed me. Blah blah blah. Because that's what Harper did as well. And then, and then, if things go bad, I'm gonna pout and, and, and I'll do point this. fingers every and other way. But look at me, look like, at me, my oh. fancy shoes. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Yeah, that's well, a, that's a good analogy. He's a he's a he's a Matthew Kachuk, Calgary Flames era. Sir. Yeah, yeah. Same kind of guy, same kind of human. Look at me, I'm great. I understand your ta- talent, like, and yes, you are a different maker. But man, you are just. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I, like it's like I'd rather have a Sean Marshawn on my team than than Kachuk. Yeah, because right? I think that the, I think that uh, Mister uh, Mister Harper is going to come to a rude awakening when they face the Atlanta Braves this week. Uh, I think that one's going to be done in maybe two. They won't even play the third game. It's going to be done so quickly there between the Phillies and the Braves. It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was interesting to see how the the, the way the first round played out with. You know that the Jays blown it the way they did. They did. They just flat out got beat on on Friday night by a better pitcher, and then Saturday blowing it the way they did. Now we're getting down the nitty gritty. The the big news of the weekend for the Yankees. Uh, I know you. I don't know if you even saw this that Araldis Chapman got told to uh, to stay home. He decided to oh, miss really? a mandatory. He missed a mandatory uh, team workout on Friday. Uh, I guess there was a discussion that if you can't guarantee me that I'm going to uh, make the postseason roster, I'm not coming. He didn't show up. They said, well, stay home. 
and he's staying home and, that, and that'll be the end of his Yankee tenure. Uh, and for Yankee fans across the, the, the board, I think we, we all can give a, uh, 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 conglomerate. Thank you. Bye. See ya. As a non-Yankee fan and a Chapman hater, that's too bad. I would have loved to, love to see, see him. him. <laughs> it's tough to see him implode in the Bronx on 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 uh, on Wednesday night. He wouldn't have Whatever. seen much, but I'll watch him give up give up a late inning well, home it, run. They wouldn't give a home either. run. He'd walk the base load, and then something else would happen because <laughs> that's what he's been doing lately. So no, I'm looking forward to the Yankees. The Yankee series starts tomorrow. The playoffs been been good so far. They're going to get great as things progresses. It's too bad that the Mets did lose to the Padres because a a. A Dodgers Mets East Coast West Coast series in the next round would have been fantastic. Yeah, I I, I think that would have been kind of sexy too. I'm really disappointed in the Mets. Like I I I take an, an interest in baseball, but I'm not a super fan like you are. And it, I'm really disappointed the Mets didn't win. Yeah, because it, it it knocked out the the, the Dodgers Mets thing mm -hmm. and now it knocked them a, a potential subway series that could have happened later on as well not yeah. that it would have but it, it, just the potential is now gone so it kind of knocked could, out yeah. the, the Mets knocked out a, 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 obviously a, a major market in in in, uh, in New York in uh, North American sports everything else but anyways no it's going to be interesting to see how how it all turns out the Major League Baseball playoffs now that it's, it's uh, going to get into four <coughs> the really important games are going to start now and it's going to be a lot of fun uh, they're, they're going to break it up a little bit there's, there's four games tomorrow Two on Wednesday, and then they break it up National League, American League. So it's going to be great, great to watch. Uh, a lot of sports going on: NFL, football, full bore, Major League Baseball playoffs. The hockey, hockey gets going. Dave, you know what I heard? I heard that there were National Hockey League regular season games played this weekend. Two, two are in the bank already. Didn't know. I, I, I said that to you, and then I forgot to uh, say it again. That when we recorded on Thursday, yeah, the league starts tomorrow. Yeah, and I didn't know. So Nashville uh, is two and zero, oh, and and the San Jose Sharks are zero two. Yeah, they played in Prague. I yeah. believe. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody sees it, did it really fucking happen? Well, I bad marketing, that one. man. Bad marketing. Anyways, nobody well, use SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com for those tickets. But when you're going to a game, make sure you use SeatGeek and the SeatGeek app today or tomorrow when you're listening to this and use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today and save 20 bucks on your first purchase. It's not about users, it's about email addresses. That's Remember right. that. You can always just change some words. <laughs> Figure it out. Don't be stupid. <laughs> Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to BetUS.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. 
just click on all our on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the table as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at BetUS.com. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Use America's favorite sports book, BetUS.com, for all of your gambling needs, parlays, futures, whatever. Make make your wages there at BetUS.com <laughs> today. I, I can't bet. I tried a few parlays yesterday, and I, it's just a wreck. I don't know what I'm doing. And you, I think just do it. And you, and, you, and you think you have it figured out. They're like, well, this one and this one and this one. And then it, it's not even close. You get one out of three. You're like, what am I doing? To do it successfully, you have to put in a bit of effort. It's not. It's not like filling. It's not like filling in your final uh, your uh, March Madness bracket. Click 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 like yeah. click click click. You can't do that with betting, and that's well, it's just dollars. It's your own money, and now right? it's money. It's it's not ten bucks, and then like let that ride for a month. It's like ten bucks per click click click, and it adds up. And yeah, it, there's it, a reason. I'm not. I'm not. If you want to use betus.com, go ahead and do it. Bet responsibly. Do it Please on your own do. on your own thing. But it's uh, but this is it, me betting there, responsibly. There's people who do it and make a lot of money, and there's people who who do do it and make no money. So do it responsibly and have some fun doing it. Is the, is the and that's thing. and I, and I do have fun. Um, so I guess I'm not winning responsibly. I'm losing responsibly. It's because a I support our sponsors. Thank you very much for putting it out there. But goodness, I wish I I had the uh, the effort to to make a bucket. There was a thing with Belly Music Up, our our, 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 our <laughs> the network that we're we're associated with. Thank you very Belly Up for everything done for us so far. But they were they uh, they put this thing out on our on our uh, it's a internet uh, chat thing, and they said they wanted some uh, some betters and who who they uh, who we use for for sponsors throughout the uh, the Belly Up network. And I said, yeah, I'm on it. We use Bet US. And they said, well, would you be interested in, in, in what we'll give you guys some money you can bet through your thing to see how it goes i said i'm part of it. i said i'm not i didn't say i was very good at it like there's a big difference right so let's let's not let's throw a bunch of money in my pocket i'll do it they but, bet yeah. in casinos on vegas and on on me yeah, right? yeah. like yeah no it's, I'll, I'll i'm not very good at it there's no doubt about that so anyway betus.com pad your pockets on our, on our personalized link at betus.com today uh dave the calgary flames made us actually you know what let's Forget the Flames. Let's forget hockey till Thursday night. We'll talk about that then. We'll do a, a more of a football. Uh, let's let's get into the winter sports when winter hits a little bit more. Uh, college football. My USC Trojans are now six and zero. The UCLA Trojans are six and zero. So or UCLA Bruins. Sorry. Uh, the Pac-12 is relevant again. No, they're not. I'm totally kidding around. Uh, Alabama still there. The teams are all there. Some great games over the weekend. My biggest take though had nothing to do with really what was on the field. It was off the field. What the fuck was Notre Dame wearing for tarps on Saturday night? Ah, you know, it's kind of funny. It was it was ridiculous. They were unrecognizable. Why would you be unrecognizable to the fan base? But I this I think it was it's the most ironic game played in the history of college football games. Because Notre Dame, what kind of university is it? They're a Catholic. They're Allegedly. a Catholic university, right? BYU, what is that? Well, they're quite Mormon. And allegedly. they're playing, they're both playing a neutral site game in Sin City. In Las Vegas, Nevada. That just made my brain go <laughs> boom. Like I had no idea. I didn't realize it until the weekend. 
I actually have a friend. Oh, uh, Nasty Nestor Cortez, our friend John. Uh, <laughs> he went to that game. Did he, he really? Just, oh, yeah. He went there. Heading to Vegas. And I was like, oh, have a good time. I didn't know there was a Notre Dame because he's a he's a Notre Dame supporter as well. There's so a he, lot of Notre Dame fans who are like or or, or Yankee guys who are or, or Notre Dame guys as well. Fan well, of the band, Jim. He's a, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so, not, so nonetheless, I found it absolutely gut splittingly ironic that the two torchbearers for their religion doing it the right way like this is our this is our place of higher learning for people of our religion and we're gonna make a shit ton of money in las vegas yeah we're getting paid by somebody to go to las vegas (laughs) by network tv and everything else to go to las vegas nevada have a bunch of college kids everything Mm. else on the on the strip after the game and blah like i don't know like maybe the the players probably didn't get to go out but the fan base they they were getting down no matter what i am sure they did i like i don't know i don't know if catholics still do confession but i'm guessing the lineup was pretty long on uh sunday morning Uh, i have so yeah (laughs) <laughs> the, the hail marys weren't just on the football field there or somewhere else on saturday to go get her on that i don't know what our lds brethren do to, to atone for their sins but i'm guessing some of them might have left their uh holy underwear someplace that they oh, should oh just absolutely unbelievable how the way college football can just find a way to make a dollar off any which way but, but <laughs> it's unbelievable how they they just pretend it's all for the student athlete and and they like if you watch the games like it's it doesn't much matter let's get we'll keep talking about it. it's funny how at every game that you watch there is promotion for the school and mm-hmm. they they show the like you I'll, I'll talk USC like the like USC will buy or get get they're, they're given a promotion. It was on Fox on Saturday night, and they'll show USC this, and the, the school, the the science department's doing this, and the music department's doing this, and all this, la-da-da-da-da. And not one of those kids who's on the field, I shouldn't say not one, I don't know, but that's the furthest thing that's actually happening on that football field is what's happening on the University of Southern California. It's just funny how they, how they p- pretend after all of these years to promote the, the school and how these students quasi student athletes are their number one priority but it's about money man i don't give a fuck there's swear word number two or nine or whatever the night uh i don't care what these schools and the ncaa tries to promote <laughs> it's about money and for for them to even pretend that these are they're they're, they're athletic students they're not student athletes and the way that they do it it's uh, the way they try to insult their intelligence on a weekly basis and they've been doing it for years dave this isn't something new the way that they they they, they, they pretend week in week out during the college football season to make them look like student athletes and that the university is number one it just quit it it just quit it but and i think all pretense was actually lost quite some time ago but i think this is just the actual snowball and hell moment that two religious institutions came they, they could have been any other two schools they could have yeah anywhere exactly. Alabama and and, and uh, the Beavers, like or, or the Huskies, the Ducks or, or whoever, like whoever, whoever. There's more non-religious institutions than religious institutions. It, These are religious institutions, both of them, and they're both playing in Vegas. Like the irony cannot be lost. 
it's it's unbelievable the the way the way it's turned out. I, I, they, don't, don't they have touchdown? Is it touchdown Jesus at Notre Dame? Well, the irony can't be lost on anybody, like because I I I um well all, all I'm gonna say about it it's just it just it just I find it so remarkable that all pretense of higher institution and higher learning. And like in the case of Notre Dame and BYU, which are two flag bearers for the Catholic university system and the LD, uh, Latter-day Saint university system to say, okay, like I'll give up a home game. Are you going to give up? So I don't even know this. I'm guessing BYU gave up the home game to make probably $15 million to play a game easily in in Vegas. I don't know. because it, It's not has, like you're pulling the wool over everybody's eyes about Vegas. Oh, that's a different town now. It's a family. There's lots more family-oriented things going on. Vegas is still Vegas. Like, it was built on, on gambling and prostitution, right. it, blah, blah, all this stuff. Yes, right? there, is, there is a ton of stuff for families to do. There is a ton of PG fun. But PG Fund didn't build those monsters. No, and, and, yeah, and, and, and people aren't and flying there right it. at this moment for, to go and see the to see circus circus. Right, yeah, like that, <laughs> that's funny. for something to do, just to just to for pretense. Dave, I got to think we had our discussion tonight. We'll get we'll get we'll wrap this show up here in a second here. But I got thinking about our discussion the other night about you know if there was some super teams in the NFL if the salary cap went away. And I got thinking about college football, how, how their their system works, how now there's the transfer portals and the super teams are kind of getting built in super conferences. And there's been and the the best teams get the best players. And the NFL builds itself on parity. The the thing I like about college football is there are those teams that you're just born to hate. And, and, and you just hate them, but you just want to see them lose. But they draw eyeballs every week because you're like, I want to see Alabama lose. Because Alabama's got Tennessee next week. And, you, and then you have Michigan and Ohio State playing in a few weeks. And you have these rivalry games. You just want to see that team lose. And they rarely do. But year in, year out, that keeps it interesting. And having those teams, I think, is good for sport. And like having the, the 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 evil empire with the Yankees that people just love to hate, and you have the 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 Toronto Maple Leafs and teams like that, and f- the NFL doesn't really have that to that extent. Like we talked about the last on our last recording, that that's one thing I think the NFL is missing is having those teams that are so good that year in year out they're just there. Like the Dallas Cowboys were good year in year out. Uh, th- does that make what sense? What I'm getting at. Well, I hear what you're saying. So, like in NFL ease, you're talking about the New England Patriots. They've been good for fucking 20 years. NFL, NFL makes me swear more than anything else. God, <laughs> the Patriots. You're talking about the Patriots, right? You're talking about the Yankees of the of the late 90s, early 2000s, right? Yeah. So like the Patriots, so we can all people Patriots, people but- pay attention more when there's a team you love that that, that a team you love to hate, but they don't. There isn't that team week in week out right now. In my right, like, I, and, and I think the Patriots kind of were the exception to the rule. We hated them, like, and I don't even hate them because they kind of did it the right way, right? They they had a shiny 
shiny toy and Tom Brady and and uh, the guy pulling the strings behind, a great coach in Belichick. And and they found the kismet and they made it work. Like uh, whatever Joe Torrey and the core four of uh, New York Yankees, they had it figured out too. And so after a while, when a team is super successful, Jesus, enough with you guys already. Like, let's get on to the next thing. But yes, dynasties bring eyeballs to the screen. And I think, I think if the Astros didn't bang garbage cans, they would be that team in baseball right now. Yeah, because no one hates like no one hates the Dodgers, right? Because they're they're, only won the one though, right? That's the thing. And and, and it was and it was the COVID victory, and so you're like, they're they're still the Dodgers. They they have a tainted one. They haven't been, and they've been doing it. You know, I guess the right way. You know, just spending money, spending money, spending money. Yeah. Everybody was kind of happy with Atlanta last year, right? Because even though they're not afraid to spend a buck, they're not. They're not talent. The this, the that, everything else. Kind of the way St. Louis does it. Like Atlanta yeah. and St. Louis are 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 similar franchises. They always have, like, no matter who they lose to free agency, all of a sudden in, in August 2nd, they're calling someone up from AAA that throws 102 mile an hour. It's unbelievable. It's ridiculous how they find these pitchers. Let's do a – give me your prediction. Who wins these four series, and we'll wrap the show up. We'll give the the news what we got coming up on the show in the next month or so, and then we'll uh, we'll call her night and send this off to the uh, the sound guy or producer, Jim, so he can make us sound prettier than we actually are. Uh, let's start with uh, Philly, Atlanta. Who do you got? I'm going to go for the Braves. I've always been a Braves fan, and I cannot stand um, Harper. Braves. Yeah, Harper's kind of lost my. Uh, I, I'm 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 Atlanta as well. Uh, just aforementioned Los Angeles Dodgers and the San Diego Padres in their beautiful pinstripe brown uniforms. Lad, because those uh, dog shirt jerseys, I I don't know if I would I would put it I would put on a poo bag to grab the jersey to grab the poo because I can't I believe you, you don't like those. I got the Dodgers as well. Disgusting. I got the Dodgers as well on that one. Uh, they're just, yeah, they're just, they're just better. They should be a, a world series. Houston, Seattle, Seattle opened up a lot of eyeballs in, in our part of the world. You don't get to watch the, uh, the Mariners a lot, but they opened up some eyeballs against the, uh, the vaunted Jays. Uh, Houston's still a better team, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. This has to be the series. I would imagine Houston would rather watch, uh, uh, see the, the guardians than the Mariners. If, if I was a fan, I would. I would rather play the Guardians than the Mariners. This this should be the series to watch. I believe Houston still puts them away in five or six games. Just a five game or has to be five. Best of five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because you can't like it's like they're they're that young fun team. Yeah. And I think Houston's going to win, but I'll. I just can't really cheer for Seattle teams, and it's unfortunate. Uh, and New York and the uh, the my New York Yankees and the Cleveland Guardians. This one scares me a little bit, Dave. I actually said if the Yankees don't win in three, they're probably going to lose in five. I got the because I'm going to go with my heart and not my head. I'm going to say Yankees in three, but uh, my head says because the Yankees t- tend to strike out a lot and Cleveland can pitch a little bit. I got Cleveland with my head in five. Are you sure these are five game series? Aren't they seven Positive. game series? No, they're, they're okay. fives. Yeah. I'll take I'll take your word for it. 
Um, yeah, I have to be contrarian because I don't want to see the Yankees win. Um, they they out analytic the analytic masters like the 16 inning. <laughs> you know, you, you and I always say we want to see, like we don't want my see a pitching gem, but when you see a 16 game, a 16 inning game that ends one nothing with 12 different pitchers. There's no gems there anymore. So that's not a gem. You can't polish that turd. Um, and then I'm going to just because I have to, I'm going to say the Guardians in five. Guardians in five. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a good feeling about this for some reason. I don't know why. Judge went and they, they're only going to go as far as Judge can take them. And he, he, uh, maybe they, these few days off are going to help the Yankees a lot. I hope the Yankees win. I still have my doubts. I don't like get my hopes get up too 62, high. He did get 62, right? He did like, get 62. I, I do good. have my hopes up. Anyways, we, uh, we got some big plans up for the show coming up. Uh, Belly Up, we were thankful very much for the things that they're doing for us. Belly Up Network, make sure you go, go to the website, check out our, our artic- articles and stuff. We got some on-location plans, uh, some live recordings we're going to do at a local establishment. We're going to reach out to a, a couple of different places around Lethbridge. Come out, watch the show. Join us for a segment or two. We got some things happening. Some really big guests in the very near future. We've, we we already have booked. We're going to just make sure we can lock down the dates before we post on the social media accounts. Lots of stuff going on at 1420 World Headquarters. A lot of fun going to happen, going to happen because now that the uh, the the uh, the winter months are coming out, we don't we're, we don't want to be outside as much. So we're gonna have a little more time to spend on our show to uh, to improve everything for for our listeners. Thank you very much to our listeners, Dave. Do you, what do you got to wrap up the show tonight? I'm exactly what you're saying. Uh, the fall is here. Time to to hunker down for winter. I, if I lived by a hill, I'd ski a little bit more, and I'm not going to start snowshoeing. So we might as well talk and, and create some more content. Looking forward to have some guests for you guys and and our girls, gals, he, she's, they, for them. Looking forward to for some more guests for them. Yeah. No, if you have anybody you guys want to talk about, or if you want to come on our show and BS with us, you're more than welcome to join us for a segment or two and tell us what we're right about. Don't tell us what we're wrong. We're always happy to have a person. It's quite easy. We'll put you on the Zoom call. We, we bullshit and laugh and have a few beers and just, uh, it's, it's quite, they're quite easy conversations to have. We, uh, we don't hit on any too many hard-hitting subjects by any means. We, we kind of avoided a couple tonight for, for a certain reason. But no, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. We've been here for two and a two years and two months. We'll keep coming at you as long as you keep listening. Take care of each other. More importantly, take care of yourself and year round. Keep your stick on the ice. What else, Dave? No swinging at high pitches, Jim. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.